Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gray's Academy. I am one of your hosts, Kelsey. And I am one of your hosts, Kelsey. No. And no? No, no. <laughs> and I am one of your hosts, Carmen, and it is a beautiful day to podcast. Kelsey, yes. this is the second time it's ever happened. I know, and this time it's a surprise. <laughs> it's true. No one knew it was happening. No one knew. We we knew, but we didn't we spoil did the surprise. Yes, yes. We're recording in person together. And we watched this episode together. And there are feelings. There are a lot of feelings. This is a this is a this is a pretty penisy episode. <laughs> it is a penisy episode. It's a very um, penis centric episode. So if you're sensitive to the word penis, you're not gonna like this one. Yeah. If you'd rather us use the word dick, cock, schlong. We might just use them all interchangeably. Probably use the word wiener. It's it's a little more gentle. Yeah, wiener's gentle. <laughs> wiener, wiener is a gentle word. Um, I personally am a fan of the word schlong. I'm a big fan of the word schlong. Yes, I know. You say it a lot. Schlong, dong, cock. Me. All right, so this is the 10th <laughs> episode of the second season. Is the 19th episode overall. And it is called Much Too Much by The Who. Carmen... Go for it. All right. So this this took some time to find. And so we were sitting here, uh, and this is one of the rare occasions. If you've listened to these episodes, I try to listen to the song first and gather my thoughts. I do not have that for this one because we listened to the song together after the episode viewing. It is not good. The song is not a good song. Um, it's yeah, I like, love it. you know, you listen to those, those bands, uh, like when they're, you know, you're, okay. Imagine that friend that you have <laughs> who says they're in a band, but you've never seen them play a show. That's you. It's, well, okay. Um, <laughs> you've seen me play a show. No, I haven't. Your wedding. That was, that no, was, a, that wasn't your band. That was no, just it was you. Just me. Uh, but then someone, they, they hand you like a burnt album that they did on their computer. And that's what this sounds like. It sounds like a person just went downstairs in their their garage in their basement, which probably did the Who did. But anyway, so it was a uh, single off of the My Generation album, uh, which was released uh, December 3rd, 1965. Uh, this is actually, it was recorded in London, which was pretty cool. Um, but it was, it's by the English rock band, the Who. Uh, if you don't know the Who, they're they're fine. Uh, Bob O'Reilly, My Generation, uh, You Better You Bet. There's a lot of good songs. Uh, Roger Daltrey, Pete Townsend. Uh, Every CSI theme song. Yes. Who are you? Who 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 who? Uh, anyways, so not much to say on this one. It, it never charted, but the uh, single My Generation off of the name album did get up to the 74 Billboard Pop Singles uh, 74 number chart. And it did get to uh, the UK singles charts, uh, number two overall. So nothing really by uh, much too much, but the My Generation did uh, a lot better. Anyways, Kelsey, back to you. Yes. Okay. So this episode was written by Gabrielle Stanton and Harry Worksman. Mm. They wrote it together. Harry Worksman. Mm-hmm. And it was directed by Wendy Stansler, who has definitely directed other episodes of Grey's. Uh, it aired November 27th, 2005, and it had 19.59 million views, so a little bit of a drop from last week, but not much. The Netflix synopsis is, Christina has anxiety about her relationship with Burke. Meredith's one-night stand checks into the hospital, and Addison's pregnant patient arrives. So that's it. Pretty good. 
Yep. I mean, Addison's pregnant patient did arrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meredith's one night stand did show up, Correct. and Christina did have anxiety. So nothing was nothing was wrong about that. Yes. Uh, I really don't think they missed anything super glaring on that, no, except for the so. penis part of that. Yeah, they let it be a surprise as to why he came to the hospital. Uh, did you get any vibes from the the recap? Also, did you, you did you do, at this point do you remember what's happening in these episodes before you watch them? Some of them, yes, because some of them are like iconic episodes. Was this one? This one I remember. This is like basically a two part episode with the one that comes after it. It's like not super cliffhangery, but it's obviously like they they pulled five babies out of this woman and then the episode ended and there was like right. no closure. There was no closure with like Alex's patient and a bunch of other stuff. Or so, Alex's situation. <laughs> right. So it's, it's kind of like the first dose of a Grey's Anatomy two-parter. And so because it's a two-parter and a lot of stuff happens in this one and the next one, I do remember this one pretty well. So, yes. I, so I, as I was watching this, I was like, okay, so this is very relationship heavy on the recap. Yes. And and then they cut right from the recap to everyone is banging. Everyone's boning. So it was Meredith and that Steve guy. Mm-hmm. Or Which I will say in the recap at the end was her saying goodbye, Derek, and then going to the bar. So I do feel like they were saying, remember, Meredith has moved on now. But... The thing was, is it it didn't make you believe that enough time had passed from that one person at the bar yeah. that she met to this random dude. Which, yes, they they tell us the time has passed by using George and Izzy naming all the dudes she's been sleeping with. Right. So Meredith is smushing booties. Christina and Burke smushing each other's booties. In Burke's apartment for the first time. In Burke's apartment for the first time. Uh, Addison and De- Derek smushing <laughs> booties. In the shower. In the shower. And also, Alex and Izzy kind of coming close to maybe smushing booties, but then not. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. And then it shows everyone at the end of these interactions. And Meredith and Derek are both, like, you know, staring longingly into the distance because they're having sex with people who they don't want to have sex with because they only want to be with each other, but they're not because they're stupid. Well, right. Not that they're stupid. They're just stupid. They're pretty dumb. (laughs) Not my favorite Derek episode. Also, if uh, you guys remember to last week's episode, the the thing that I said that I can speak and not stutter... Uh, the what was it, what, what do I do? My predictions was yes. that we would see them boning. So Addison and Derek. Yes. Yes. So let's just say everyone that Carmen is correct, and I am a Grey's Anatomy champion, <laughs> and leave it at that. And that's a wrap for the episode. Uh, the end. Um. Okay. So then, uh, Meredith and Christina are on the phone. Meredith is like, "How do I kick this guy out of my apartment? Like, why do they all or house? Why do they always stay? They should just leave." Christina's. Um, going through Burke's house, like, he went to the hospital, I'm here alone, it's so clean, like, he arranges his books by the Dewey Decimal System, what a weirdo. Which I love, that's kind of quirky. It's like, it definitely fits with Burke's character, I think, that he would be, like, very, very particular and neat and, like, very specific. Um, And Meredith tells Christina to get out of his apartment, and then she kicks out Steve, and she does it by saying the exact same thing she said to Derek in the very first episode where she's like, I'm going to go shower. And when I get back, you won't be here. Goodbye. Nice to meet you. Is that really? Yes. What? It's like, I'm I don't pretty remember sure that. it's word for word. The same thing she says to Derek. I don't remember that. Yeah. 
Oh, goodness gracious. Also, for, for fair warning, if anyone hears either of us yawn, it is 3 a.m. <laughs> Eastern time right now where you're listening to us. It's so not, but it is very late. It's We okay, planned our time poorly. Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> because we got distracted by food. Yes. <laughs> Fried chicken, specifically. Uh, so I don't... Are you serious? It's like v- yeah, word it's for like word? Yeah, it's like word for word. I'm pretty <sighs> positive. That actually makes me like that scene more. Because yeah. I thought that that was kind of a throwaway scene. I, I did write it down. Um, <laughs> I have to go shower and you won't be here by the time I get back. So, <laughs> bye. Yeah. Uh, that's cute. What I don't like is a scene after it where... They're looking at the key. Why don't you like that scene? Because he's like, C, I left you a key. B. I think it's funny. No. I think it's funny that he put those letters in quotes. Like, why would you do that? What a goober. What That's that's our pet name for each other is C. C. B. B. I just like, don't put it in quotes. No, I had a boss back when I worked, I think at DePaul University, and she would sign off her emails. A. A, like you're Canadian, A as in you're asking me a question, <laughs> or A, like what? Yeah. Anyways, it was annoying. Uh, but I don't like that. I didn't like that part of the, the char- uh, Burke's character development. Um, well, what did you think about him leaving the key in the coffee cup? I thought it was cute. It's very cute. Uh, can I jump ahead, though? Yes. Burke and his fucking ultimatums. Well, Calm down. Oh, this is know. I'm take this is a step and I can't keep making these steps. Well, what does he say? He's basically saying he's the only one that's making it a relationship. Like he's taking all the steps like to make it a relationship and like to make it more than just the two of them in the hospital boating. And he's basically saying I can't be the one that's always doing all the things. Like you should also do them to basically make me like to make it seem like you actually want to be in this relationship and not that I'm just dragging you through it. I guess you've talked me off the ledge on that one. Yeah. I'm going to let that one slide then. I also appreciate anytime someone uh, speaks calmly and rationally and doesn't like scream and yell. And I don't know. Sometimes people on this show just are fighting and so dramatic. And I'm just like, oh, shut up. I prefer the irrational. Or also and sometimes they, they don't tell anyone how they feel, which is also super annoying. <laughs> but at least he just says how he feels and says it in a nice way. So that's, that's how I fair. Feel. Anyone listening, Kelsey has changed my mind. I also just think this is a good episode for Christina and Burke because everything we learn makes perfect sense for their characters. And I just think it's precious because I love them. That's fair. Totally agree. Um, okay. So sorry. Okay. So then we learn about Meredith uh, banging all these men George and Izzy are talking about. And George is like, oh, I'm so over Meredith, whatever. And that's when. Um, Izzy tells George that she and Alex could not have sex because his penis was also having problems. And then she's basically saying she really wants to have sex. And, and tell me of your feelings. Basically, uh, <laughs> all of my thoughts were Izzy and George are going to fuck. Uh, because I didn't, I did not see the end of this episode coming, which I'm annoyed at. <laughs> I hate the end of this episode. But... And we'll get there to when the time comes. But it's hilarious that Alex's penis doesn't work. And George is like, no matter how hard you beg, no matter how much you beg, I'm not going to do you. And the look on Izzy's face was like, oh, I'll do you if I have to. Well, because he's nodding his head. And then at the end, he mouths, yes, I will. (laughs) I didn't catch that. Yeah, he did that. 
Also, I think it's funny. This was a good episode. I didn't hate George in this episode. Wait, really? He yeah. he, he mouthed that? Yes. I missed that completely. Yeah, I well, like that scene even more now. Yeah. We'll go back and rewatch that little tiny clip. But yeah. Is that why she smiled? Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't like, oh, you're saying no, but really it's going to be a yes. It's him saying that he would do it. Yes. Okay, George. Okay. This is completely, it's things like this that I miss when I'm, it's my first time watching it through and taking notes. Yes. Um, I was pretty confident you would make a statement about them. No, I didn't see that. No, I, but yeah, they're for sure going to fuck. They're going to smush booties. What's your timeline for that? I don't know. It changes. It's definitely sooner after this episode. (laughs) Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the second part of the episode, maybe she comes home. That'll be the cliffhanger at the end of the second part episode. So next week. Yes. Okay, perfect. Can you just tell me that I'm right or wrong? If I'm right or wrong? I won't tell you if you're Dang right it. or wrong. It's all right. You're a good friend. Um, uh, Addison officially signs on to be employed by Seattle Grace. Um, and she has a patient coming who is having quintuplets, which is five babies. That is so many babies. Um, Derek has a patient who is basically delirious because he has a tumor on his thyroid or pituitary gland. He has a tumor somewhere and it's making him first of all, think he's wildly dehydrated. And second of all, not know where he is. Um, and Alex is on that case with Derek and, uh, Dory, who's the pregnant lady is 32 weeks along. They already have triplets. Um, three boys. And now they're having five girls. Um, is being weird? I don't get it. I don't really get it. Is he like making comments? I'm, she's doing that, like, she normally gets so personal and likes people immediately, and then it gets too involved, and now she's, like, all of a sudden decided to be judgmental, like. Yeah, it's, so I, I, I want to talk about that, and then I want to back up for a second, but, yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, you really gotta put, they really gotta put those warning labels on those fertility pills, or those fertility drugs, yeah. or whatever it is, and then Addison's like, you don't have to say everything <laughs> that pops into your head. Yeah. I was like, oh, dang, that's true, Izzy, you gotta calm down. But uh, that uh, the guy who was in the MRI or the CT scan, yeah. uh, I know him yes. from, do you know which show? Well, you said Psych, but yes. I did not see that anywhere on his IMDb page. Yes, Psych. So he played uh, a security guard in season two, episode 12 of Psych, The Old and the Restless, where he's a security <laughs> guard in an old folks home. And... They go, a psych, uh, Sean and Gus go undercover. Uh, Sean goes as Talmadge McGooliger. An old person? Uh, well, actually, no, no. He, they enroll his dad to play Talmadge McGooliger uh. to sneak into the old folks' home. But yeah, it's, I, I recognize him by his voice. It would yeah. have taken me longer if he had a less distinct voice, but he had a very distinct voice. He does have a very distinct voice. Um, so, okay, Meredith and Christina are sitting outside, shit-talking men. Um, <laughs> Christina shows her the key. And then Steve shows up with his never-ending boner. Good and for Christina him. Christina <laughs> is just staring, staring right at it. And Meredith says something, and she's like, "What? It's right. It's right there, saying hello." And then Meredith is mortified, and Christina says, "There are so many things I could say to you right now, and I love it so much." I couldn't tell by the way she was looking at the penis if it was. Extremely impressive. large. I'm thinking it was impressive because small. she was like, hello, Steve. Maybe. 
Um, and then intro, eight minutes and 36 seconds. Probably the longest time to get to an intro that we've had so far. Definitely the longest that I can think of. Because yeah. there, was, there was one where it was four minutes, which was stupid short. Yeah. And then I think... A couple, a couple are like six minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was for sure a long time. Okay, so they're, they're sneaking in Steve and his wiener hurts like he says that it hurts. Bailey catches them and she's like, what, is, what are you doing? Because she hears Meredith say that he she broke his penis or Christina says it. I don't know. They say it a bunch of times. Penis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Broken penis. Izzy is examining the mom and she's being rude again. Like, I just don't like she's like, if you had reduced your uh, embryos by two, you would have way more blah, 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 whatever. And obviously I've never been in the situation, but like, I just it's like. How do you how do you choose like when they're like we have five let's like get rid of two I mean I know technically they would just do an ultrasound and they're like well these two are the closest to where we put in the needle so those are the ones we pick which is I don't know I don't know that I could do it I don't think I don't think I could either that would be tough obviously like again I haven't been in that situation and I would love not to be because I would love to not ever have five babies inside of me at the same time. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Also, that I mean, I I don't think that she was really a pregnant person. No. But that that is an undersized belly for I think what quintuplets would actually look like. Quintuplets at thirty two weeks. I don't know, especially for someone who's already carried triplets. I That's do feel fair. like it would be huger. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, no. It, it the way that I was understanding it because it was natural or it was. They uh, they had done fertility treatments, I'm pretty sure. Right. So you could have just taken, I think the way I understood it was you could have just had a couple f- less embryos in there. Like maybe well, not because do there's, five. You can like, there are pills you can take that just like increase like sperm count or like increase the likelihood that they'll just, there are certain things that will just make your body like have an easier time getting pregnant. And then there's like, IVF and like the embryo trans transplant and all that stuff. So I don't know which they don't really say. They just say fertility. So I don't really know. This was also one of those things that I didn't realize until the second time we were seeing this person that there was quintuplets in there. Yeah. And Kelsey was there like, yeah, it's quintuplets. And I was like, why? What? That's bonkers. Yeah. Uh, But it was weird, though, because so Izzy's in there. She's going back and forth between if she wants to be super nice or really super rude. judgmental. And then the lady like takes her hand and is like, you will touch my stomach now. Yeah. And she and tells then, her all the names. And then I guess we're supposed to think that now that Izzy knows all the names that she's not going to be rude anymore. Right. Which is fine. I think that that's cool. It, it, it definitely made me feel more emotionally connected to this woman and her kids. Knowing, not knowing that she knows which one is which. Yeah. But like man five (laughs) fucking babies yeah it's a lot we can barely handle one truly it's exhausting i can't imagine um okay so then bailey's trying to talk to steve and be like well what drug did you take because there's something wrong with your penis and then she's like we're gonna have to do all these tests if you don't tell us so blah 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 all this stuff it's really weird and he's insistent that he didn't take anything and so then they're like, okay, start these tests. And then Addison asks Derek and Burke to come by and meet the mom because there's going to be like a lot of th- surgeries on these babies when they're born because they're going to be just very small and underdeveloped most likely. Um, and 
So like probably one of them, one of them's going to need brain surgery at least. And one of them's going to need heart surgery. So it's just stressful. Um, and then <laughs> did you catch Burke's comment? He was like, Apparently, our departments are at her disposal. Yes. <laughs> well, like, everything is because it's Addison and she is Quen. Yes, she is Quen. Queen Quen. Queen Quen. Um, and then she takes Derek in to meet the mom. Her name is Dory. And she's like, oh, another Dr. Shepard. And they say, oh, we're married. And <laughs> the lady goes, everybody must hate you. And they both simultaneously go, oh, you have no idea, which is delightful. <laughs> that was whole. I even I wrote that in the quotes there. Uh, also, I don't know what scene this was beforehand, but it, I had written right before this note in between the, apparently our departments are at her disposal and this, you have no idea quote, why does Derek look so ashamed or regretful to have had sex with his wife? I don't know what happened in between there, what scene <laughs> happened, but I was, but I, I wrote that. Oh, I don't know. I think she says like this morning was nice or, oh no, she's, he said, she says, you left the hotel room early this oh, morning or something yeah, yeah. like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, I had surgery. And she goes, okay, like, you're good, though? And he goes, yeah, I just had to come for surgery. That's right. And then, call me crazy, Derek had a bad hair day. I didn't, I didn't think it looked... I'm too busy being annoyed with him, generally, to notice if he looks good or not. I mean, I'm not one to talk. My hair looks like trash right now. <laughs> but... I thought in his scene with uh, with Dory and Addison that I was like, huh, look like you're having a bad hair day there, but <laughs> but maybe it was also me being annoyed because of Him how being he's handling, annoying. yeah, handling Addison. And I was like, you know, your hair looks stupid today, man. Uh, so we learned that Lucy needs brain surgery, but she's gonna be okay. Uh, and then Christina is asking Burke about a key. She's like, what is this? <laughs> he was. It's a key. And she says, why? And he goes, why is it a key? Are we feeling existential <laughs> this morning? And that's how Carmen reacted when we watched it in person. It was so funny. I, he has become one of, if not my number one favorite character on this show so far. Because it's his silly little one-liners. Yes, he's yeah. annoying because I feel like it's, you know, yes, is he the only person, circling back to the him and Christina thing. Yes, is he the only one making steps in the relationship? Sure. Is that a reason to give someone an ultimatum? No. But uh, these one-liners that he has are just so good. And I'm listening to him talk. Why is it a key? Are we feeling existential today? Either these writers are so good, or maybe that was a uh, uh, like a an ad-lib line. But it was absolutely incredible, and I loved it. And then I also wrote... Uh, uh, so, oh, then then Meredith walks up and they, they start talking and he goes, I'm going to take this opportunity to be somewhere else. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> so a good funny. one. I liked that one, too. He's so witty. Yeah, Anyways, he's good. I, love I, it. I do love him. Um, so then Meredith is like, I have to give Stephen enema. Do you? She really doesn't want to, which is valid. Um, and she's like begging Christina to do it. And she finally agrees. And um, a one to one month ratio. Yeah, I'll do this one enema if you do all my enemas for the rest of the month. Also, when she's like, I would do it for you. And Christina goes, oh, you would give Burke an enema. And she's like, yeah, well, no. (laughs) She the reality of that is no. But I think she means more of like if it was the same, like if Christina had a one night stand. But the reality of you would give Burke an enema. No, absolutely not. There is no one in this friendship group that I would give an enema to. Yeah, I don't 
that that tracks. Not um, even Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, oh, Derek's patient needs surgery and also is kind of a dick. Because he has, they're going to pull his tumor out through his nose. And he's a turd. No one likes him. He's like a real estate person, I think we're supposed that's, to. That's what I was gathering. Because yeah. they were like, oh, have you heard from the seller's agent or something like that? So I believe we're supposed to think he's in real estate, but he's a huge turd. Also, did you get any, from the assistant, did you get any uh, Tobey Maguire emo Spider-Man 3 vibes? Um, no, but I did not care for him. No, obviously we don't like either of these guys. Yeah, they're not great. I mean, I felt bad for the assistant, but I also didn't like him that much. <laughs> um, anyway, so they have to have surgery. Do, do, do. Uh, Alex is talking to Olivia. Fucking Olivia, stupid bitch. Hey. It is not her fault. You're right. Alex, fucking <laughs> Alex. Stu- they're both stupid bitches. Well, I don't know how much... I mean, I don't know if Olivia knows that he's seeing Izzy at this point. That's a good point. Yes, that's why I said You've it. talked me off a ledge again. <laughs> this again. is why we're a good team. <laughs> yes. I let the Scorpio feelings just <laughs> f- flow through me, and then you're like, hold on. <laughs> Let's look at facts. Yeah. Like a Leo. A typical Leo. Um, right? No. Libra. No, it is Leo. I it just, is Leo. That's not like a typical. Oh, <laughs> okay. I was like, uh, I think you're Leo, but okay. Um, so Alex is talking to Olivia, and she's says they're basically talking about how well, he said you're not talking to me. Yeah, and she's like, I am. I just don't have anything to say. And then she asks how George is, and then Alex is like, It doesn't matter that you didn't tell him that we were sleeping together. Like minimal disclosure. That's my belief or i don't know what he says but he always is he's like i don't ever tell anyone anything which tracks he doesn't he doesn't um and then izzy comes over and is like flirting with alex even though he's being a huge turd and like trying to blow her off and she's like why don't we just go have sex right now and he's like okay no she he's he's being a complete asshat and i hate him like yeah he was being a big turd because she's trying to like be like, when can we get together? And he keeps trying to blow her off. And then she's like, well, let's just go do it now then. And then he says, okay, which is weird. Ay, ay, ay. Just um, do it. Why? Ugh, it's. I wasn't going to say it because I know how the episode ends. But in the moment, I was just like, dude, just go do it. Just like. Well, he tries. How <laughs> does your penis not work? Because I, the implication, I believe, is that. He's been having all of these just like meaningless flings with women and he actually really likes Izzy and is like wants to be with her in more than just a like sexual way, but just be with her in general. I think that is what we as the viewers are supposed to be believing that because he has true feelings with for her, he is so afraid that his penis doesn't work. I just can't ever. I can't imagine that, though. I can't imagine my penis not working. I don't get it. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't believe you. No, truly. This is a conversation we can have off mic. Okay. okay. Let's get Michael involved in this too. <laughs> and, and Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Because I cannot, I can't even fathom a scenario. If I like a girl, I want to do it. If I <laughs> just wanted to do it, I don't want to do it. Okay. Um, message us all you guys out there that your penises don't work message us <laughs> everyone message us every uh, woman who's definitely <laughs> been with men when their penises don't work message us because all the men are just gonna lie about it mm. 
maybe. Um, Women, maybe you should tell us. <laughs> this is then when we get the scene with George and Meredith in the stairwell, which is actually a really good scene for George, in my opinion. Yes. Because I don't think they play too much into the he clearly has feelings for her stuff. I think they let him give good advice that's not annoying. He does. Well, he starts off. He's like, so how do you break a guy's penis? And he just says, like, there's quality and then there's quantity. And she says, like, oh, do you think I'm sleeping with too many people? He's like, no, you can do whatever you want. You're just trying to, like, replace Derek and you deserve more than, like, you're not going to get what you're looking for because you're not trying to find everything. It's He just... He gives good advice. Well, and then at one point, Meredith goes to interrupt him, and he goes, excuse me, I'm talking. Yeah. And I was like, okay, George. Right? Yeah, okay. this is a good George episode. Honestly, I'm into it. Um, he He's not annoying. I still think that he does have feelings for Meredith, but he's not being a, a wussy about it anymore. You know what I mean? He's, like, not tripping over his words or, like, holding anything back. He's still... He's just telling her, like, this is how I feel. This is maybe it's because he shot that turkey last week. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But Nothing gives you a <laughs> self-confidence boost than uh, killing an animal. Shooting a turkey and then pulling bullets out of your dad's butt. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought it was a good episode for George. I really didn't have the annoyance that I normally have with him, which is always a nice surprise. Um, so Alex is still having penis problems, but really wants to try... Again, so they try again, but then Izzy gets paged to the quince, so they can't try again because she has to leave. Also, that scene where it's just Katherine Heigl in a bra, she's <laughs> literally so hot. She's so hot. She's very pretty, but I don't really get it. I get it. Um. Then there, So they have to flip the mom into Tran- Trandellenburg, which means she's going to be upside down because she's like having early contractions. And when they make her go upside down, it's supposed to basically use gravity to stop the contractions. Um, so I can't imagine being at like a 45 upside down degree angle in a bed for God knows how long that far along pregnant, it would be miserable. Yeah. I know. Why is that even a scientific thing? Yeah, it's weird, but it's I've seen it in multiple medical shows. Really? Yes. Does it happen again in Grey's Anatomy? I'm not sure. Where they actually get to do it because this one it doesn't doesn't get it that far. For sure, happened in private practice. I don't remember if it happens again in Grey's, but it definitely happens in private practice. And this is the same scene where Addison was like, "Hey, are you on call?" And Izzy's like, "No." She's like, "Oh, well, you are now." Yeah. Um, <laughs> Steve's enema didn't work and Bailey says it and Christina's like oh well it was an excellent enema which I just love <laughs> I love her so much Um, and then they're basically saying they're going to use a needle to suck the blood from Steve's wee wee so that it is no longer erect and he says no and then <laughs> Bailey's like well do you want it to fall off he says no no I really don't want that so what goes up <laughs> must come down. There you go. Um, and then Derek and Alex's patient, they like have to do surgery to get this tumor out. But he's drinking all this water and they have to stabilize his sodium levels, which means he can't drink any water. But he's going insane 
thinking he's so thirsty because of this tumor, even though he's very well hydrated. So it's really weird and very annoying. And also he's still being rude. So Christina, is this when she tells Burke that she doesn't want the key? Oh no, she's, it's when she's doing the, the needle thing and she's telling Meredith that she doesn't want the key. Right, right, right. Which there is no world that exists that the people should be having a communication (laughs) while they have a needle on my penis pulling blood out. Yeah. And you're awake. Don't just, also, just, I feel like if I was that guy, I would be like, can I get like a sleeping pill? Can I, yeah. Or can I get another doctor? <laughs> These two, uh, this one I had sex with and this one is telling <laughs> me about her relationship issues. I don't want either of them. I love when he starts to give advice and Christina goes, do you think maybe you're not in a position to give relationship <laughs> advice? Um, but, but she should have taken the advice. It was good advice. And it's fine. Um, and then Steve's penis, Steve's penis finally goes down. Um, then Burke goes to meet the mom and she is another one of the babies is going to need heart surgery. And I did note that George is working with Burke again. He's like, Oh, this is Dr. O'Malley. He's also, you know, that's his guy. Yeah, you're my so guy. There you go. Um, and then, <laughs> Then Burke and Christina are in the elevator. And Hold on, I want to back okay. up. I want to back up. Okay. So the baby had left heart syndrome. Where yes. either they needed either they needed to move the heart, I think is what the issue was. They needed to get it on the right the, the correct side. Um or part of it wasn't fully yeah, formed. It, it, right. The left part of the heart was was underdeveloped. Yes. Um but I thought it was funny because at this point there's still quite a bit of episode left. And I was like, oh, one baby has a heart problem. The other one has a brain problem. I wonder if one of them has a courage problem. <laughs> and, <laughs> and That's actually pretty good. <laughs> and nope, nope. They all had courage because they all got bored. Nope. Uh, one just had, you know, its organs on the outside of its heart. Yeah, that's it's, all. Yeah, that's all. Maybe, maybe that's courage. That's a metaphor for courage. Yeah, that's what that means. Um, uh, you didn't get that? You didn't, you didn't no, get, but that's very funny. No, thank you, I'm man. proud of you. I'll be here all year, forever, always. I History. wish. Um, maybe yeah one day um so uh, okay so then they're in the elevator and Burke's like it's just a key and she goes okay it's just a key and he goes it's just a key and then they stand in silence and he goes or you could think about moving <laughs> it with me <laughs> so and hilarious I had to pause it because Carmen asked me to pause it and I should have taken a screenshot of when we paused it, what Christina's face, because it's the moment when she turns to look at Burke with the biggest, what the fuck did you just say face? Not in like an angry way, but like in a literal, I cannot believe those words just came out of your mouth. And it's so funny. I love that moment. So just a key. Or. <laughs> yes. It was. Did we, we, we paused right before the or. No, we paused it right after he said, or you could think about moving in with oh, me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and she that's right. And she goes, uh, it was so good. This is, he is so funny. He has such good yeah, Isaiah comedic Washington timing with his delivery. Very good. Yeah. And also they, uh, every time they're together, like the, their chemistry is great. I don't want to know if they're there, if he's in the show forever, <laughs> because if he is not, and Sandra O oh, is, then I know they don't end up together. So I want to be left in silent. I want to be left in the darkness, but I, I kind of want to know it. Is he going to be <laughs> in the show forever? I'm not going to tell you. 
Uh, why? Why would I do this to myself? <laughs> Anyways, continue. Um, so Alex patient is going a little bit crazy and he's like, give me water. I'm dying. And they're like, you're fine. You're hydrated. It's fine. Um, and then Steve's penis problem is, has returned and <laughs> Meredith comes in and Bailey and Christina are in there and Bailey's like, uh, it's a neuro problem. And I page Nero and Meredith is like, you page Nero. And Christina's like, she did it before I got here. And it's Derek. And, and he walks in. He's a turd. Hey, everybody. What's up? Well, this is about to go downhill real fast. Yeah. And so he is examining and he has no idea what's happening. And then he says, when was the last time you ejaculated? And then Steve turns to Meredith to be like, I don't know, Meredith, what time did we bone? And that is when Derek puts it all together and gets mad, which he has no right to do. Correct. No right. I am 100%. I've never been more on your side about anything in the moment. Yeah, it was annoying. Also, you could have just said last night. Last <laughs> night around this time. Yeah, that's what he was trying to get, I guess, was 117. <laughs> he just didn't need to turn to Meredith and go, it was like, hey, babe, <laughs> did you, when was the last time we came together? <laughs> did we fuck at this time? You don't need to do that. No. You've already ruined her entire life by coming into the hospital. Um. Okay. So then Christina and Bailey go talk to the Quint mom because Julie's babe, the baby Julie, her organs are growing outside of her body. So the mom has a little bit of a breakdown about that. She's kind of freaking out because Christina is uh, not great with the bedside manner. <laughs> it's an area of opportunity. Um, and, but they're like, this is what we're going to do. This is our plan. It'll be okay. Don't freak out. And, um, then we have the moment where Burke and Christina are talking in the locker room and she's like, why do you think we can live together? We don't know anything about each other. And he's like, oh, I know all these things. And it's a sweet moment, but he is talking solely about, uh, like doctor hospitally things. Um, which not to say that's not important, but I do think there's a bit more relationship uh, involved than just that. I actually don't know if I agree in this moment because the last episode, the last string of episodes, I think they hit on like Christina finds joy and purpose in her work, in her work. Yes. yes. So him saying, hey, I know all these little things about you that people probably don't you know, pick up on yeah. that I know are important to you. Yes. Which I appreciate that he takes the time to notice and remember those things. I just think as we learn later on, there are very important things to know about a person, especially if you're going to live with them. Yes. I don't disagree, but saying, I think that he took the time to get to know her the way that she wants to get known yes and especially because they established last week she's difficult to get to know right 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 so, so he knows what he is allowed to know yes yeah and even things that she wouldn't tell people it seems like she's he still knows about her it's yeah. just it's but it's through him being observant yes and paying attention and taking making the conscious effort to do that a tentative yeah but <sighs> christina you just be more open yeah just do it the guy's that's, great. I think that's also what he's saying when he's like, I can't 
be the only one moving forward in this relationship. Like I yeah, can't yeah. be dragging you through this. Like I want to do this with you, not pulling you like kicking and screaming. I think it's the way he's delivering these ultimatums that I think it's a bummer to me because it seems very, because we had the one in the on call room where they were smushing booties, like figure it out. Are we in a relationship or not? Or was that in the hallway? It was, it was one of the two. I think that was when he was just like, what do you want? Yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, I think it's the way he's presenting these ultimatums. It, it makes sense. And talking through it, I can track it. I'm, I understand it. <sighs> but like, come on, man, just you're smart. You clearly are very witty. You know how to use your words. Just communicate a little bit better. But also yeah. Christina, stop being a turd. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alex's patient locked himself in the bathroom so he could drink sink water. So Alex tells Olivia to shut off the water on the whole floor. And then we learned that Steve has a tumor and Derek has to operate on it. And that's why his uh, wiener won't stop being erect. And then we cut back and Alex's guy is drinking water. From the- Alex has to break down the bathroom door and he has his head in the toilet drinking toilet water. Because like a ravenous, disgusting animal. Very upsetting. <laughs> Also, so at one point when they couldn't break down the door and, he, and Alex tells Olivia to shut down the water, or yeah. was it Olivia or a different nurse? It was Olivia. Uh, you hear him yell, I'm an island, a beautiful island surrounded by <laughs> yeah. water. What? He's going insane. Because if he's going insane. when you're dehydrated, you definitely go crazy. But it's weird because he's not dehydrated. He just thinks he's thirsty. But I don't know if it's the same thing. Like if it's that that's like causing it. I don't know. Um... Anyways, so then we get this precious moment where Christina opens Burke's door and he, she's like, I used the key. And she said, do you really want to get to know me? And he said, there's nothing you could reveal about yourself that I wouldn't want to know. And I think that's a very, very sweet sentiment. And it is immediately followed by us seeing the world's messiest apartment. Which is Christina's apartment. Screenshot from Hoarders. It reminded me of the episode of Friends where Ross dates that really attractive girl, but then goes to her apartment and it's like really, really gross. And there's just like mice and piles of garbage and clothes and disgusting things everywhere. How do I not remember this episode? Um, Yeah, I don't know. We'll need to watch that tomorrow. Yeah, I'll have to show it to you. It's season three or four because it's after him and Rachel break up. Christina, the line that she says where she's like, I hired a maid once and she ran away crying. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, basically it's like such a stark contrast to what we've established Burke, the way he lives. And that's, I think where Christina's main hesitation is. She's like, you know, nothing. That's what I think when she's saying like, we can't live together because you don't know how I live. You will not like it because it is opposite of you. And I am disgusting. Also, there is nothing about Christina's character leading up to this exact moment that makes you think that this is possible. I don't I, find I don't, it. I don't think I could look at her and go, oh, yeah, she lives in filth. I don't. Yeah, it's weird because I'm like, it, I don't think it's dirty. There's just shit everywhere. Like she says, I don't do laundry. I just buy new clothes. So then there's just like dirty clothes everywhere. Like I don't necessarily think there's like moldy food or anything. I think it's more just like stuff everywhere because she doesn't want to put anything away because all of her energy goes to her work. And so she's not going to waste any of her energy on her home. <laughs> yeah. I I can't <laughs> like I can handle not doing laundry. Yeah. And I can come home and we, you know how we have that <laughs> chase lounge in, in, the, in our bedroom. Yes. By the fireplace. 
I will come home and I will pile up a week's worth of cl- clothes from work on yeah. that. But before the week starts, <laughs> it'll all be put away. Yeah. I can't imagine just doing that until forever. you die. <laughs> like, and the buying new underwear thing, like, I exclusively wear Perry Ellis underwear. <laughs> that would cause me to go in quite a bit of debt. <laughs> Bankrupt you for underwear. Just for underwear. Oh, goodness. And then what did she say was in her fridge? Uh, uh, water, vodka, vodka, water, and something else. I don't Ugh. remember the third thing. If you remember that third thing, let us know. Message us. Yeah. At Dude Thoughts Pod. At, nope. <laughs> How many times are you going to do that? <laughs> Only twice. At Gray's Academy Pod. Um, okay. I need, I don't know. It's having two podcasts is hard. <laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> Everything's fine every time we do anything. It's not too late. Oh, can um, I also share before we did this? <laughs> uh, Kelsey had started this episode. And she was saying the opening line to the other podcast. <laughs> so true. you've no. Room. It's not just carbon, but it, <laughs> it is mostly just carbon. <laughs> Continue. Um, Izzy tells Alex and Meredith that they're going to also be on call for the Quince. And then uh, Meredith and Alex also have a nice moment talking about like sex and relationship and then like i think that's where we're supposed to get the implication that like he really cares about izzy and that's why he like can't get it up basically is like because he's so focused on actually caring about her and like not hurting her and like wanting to really be with her and i think it just freaks him out because he doesn't feel that way about people ever he just feels horny and then leaves which i respect but also be a man (laughs) um tumor guy has a seizure because Alex ordered the wrong medication and it makes Alex feel more shitty than he already feels. He's not having a great day. And so he's upset and he's in the on-call room and this is when I knew Carmen was going to be really upset. And I also knew he didn't see it coming because why would you see it coming? So Olivia goes in to talk to Alex and she's like, I'm really sorry. I wasn't trying to get you into trouble. I just had to tell him like what he was given and um, then a- Olivia or Alex asked Olivia, like, hey, when we were together, like, was it good? Because he needs a confidence boost because he, like, can't s- see himself in a good light right now. So he says, was it good? And she's like, oh, yeah, it was really good. Like, it was really easy and it was fun and it was great. And uh, then they just start going at it. And she says, you better have a condom this time because, you know, last time he gave her syphilis. So <laughs> Carmen was not pleased. I didn't see this coming and I'm annoyed <laughs> because as as I'm writing it. So he uh, so, OK, yo, that seizure shit. Like, did Alex almost kill a guy because mm-hmm. he gave the wrong information? Yes. And then I write, Alex better not fuck this girl. <laughs> Fucking damn it. Alex is fucking Olivia like an asshole. Fuck. Fuck you. Carmen got very mad and pouted and put his hood up and just like sunk into the couch and got really angry. (laughs) I'm so annoyed. And then, (sighs) oh no, I got more annoyed when they, no, no, I I think I was, the hood was up at this point. But then, oh, I know I'm jumping ahead here, but then Izzy sees Alex doing this. Fuck. (laughs) Stupid. Dumb. It's bad. It's really bad. This Olivia girl doesn't hold a candle to Catherine Heigl. She's what? fine. <laughs> She's just not Izzy Stevens. <laughs> Izzy is a little annoying. But Izzy's it's fine. annoying, but look at them. It's fine. Um, also, Alex, don't say you like someone, then just go bone this girl. 
He was just trying to prove to himself that his wiener works, which is not a justification, but that I think is what we're supposed to believe. Fine. Um, I'm still mad. So then, okay, this is when I get really mad at Meredith and Derek. And we had to rewatch this scene like six times because they're mumbling and Carmen was mad and he, he was too busy being mad. So he couldn't hear what they were saying. So he kept <laughs> having to rewind it. And I hate this scene because they're operating on Steve and Meredith's like, or Steve, Derek says like, Oh, you'll have to wait a few weeks before you try it out. And Meredith's like, Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> and Derek says, Oh, I just didn't know you guys were dating. And she goes, well, you knew it was going to happen eventually. And he goes, well, eventually feels different than actually. And I was like, shut up. You have no right. You have no right. You're still a piece of garbage. Oh, hey, thanks for checking in. You're still a piece of garbage. Literally. It's so he says uh, it's surprisingly painful. Yeah. And then. Or so she says, oh, he says eventually feels a lot different than actually. Mm -hmm. It's surprisingly painful. And then I think she says it gets better, but I'm determined to be optimistic or something along those lines. Yeah, she says it gets better. And he says, does it really? And she says, I don't know, but I'm determined. But here's my thing. When he says it's surprisingly painful, I literally wrote surprisingly painful experiencing the consequences of my own actions. What you did this. Yeah. He could have made this choice. Yes, he could have. He had. It would have been understandable if he did that. He had the opportunity and he had the right and he didn't choose that path. And now he's tearing people's lives apart. (sighs) Exactly. Derek, you had me. And now your hair alone is not enough to save you. (laughs) And then he goes to Addison and she's like, we're okay, right? And he's like, yeah, we're okay. And I'm like, you're a liar. Here's the thing. When he's, so when he's with Addison, I don't believe that he's lying. It's the problem is when he's not physically with Addison. No. And, and not even, I shouldn't say that all the time. Because there was that tension with going back to the original scene where they kissed in the pediatric war. Yeah. Right? And then they have sex. And I think that, while maybe he does regret that it's not Meredith a little bit. Yes, your toes look wonderful. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but in that moment when he said we're okay, I think that he truly meant it. The problem no. is is that it doesn't last past him seeing Meredith no, I in the think hallway. He says, we're okay. We're just not as good as me and Meredith, but I don't care. I'm going to continue to drag this out and be a piece of poo-poo to everyone involved for as long as humanly possible. Yeah, but we'll see. I... I'm going to give them some time. I feel good about them, but uh, I have a feeling that Derek's going to end up cheating at some point. Do you have a timeline on that one? Season two cliffhanger going into season three. Okay. There's a kiss. I don't know if it's going to be a smushing, but it will be a kissing. Okay. Uh, We're going to take a small break for Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland. What a great performance. Um, This is another small one. Uh, We have Curtis Armstrong, who was Robert Martin, who was your friend from Psych. Yes. Uh, He was in one episode of Scandal. And then we have Pat Healy, who played Tom Russell, who is the father of the Quints. Oh, okay. And he was in one episode of How to Get Away with Murder and 13 episodes of Station 19. 
Now, I did not investigate that, so I don't know if it was like 13 at the beginning and then he like died or left, or if it's 13 now and now he's a regular. I didn't investigate it. Interesting. I've only watched a few seasons or a few episodes of season 19 here and there, so I don't really know. But Of station anyways, 19. Yes. Did I say season 19? Yes. <laughs> We're coming up on it. Coming up on it. Um, okay, so yeah, that was just those two. Station 19 is in this universe. Yes, so you cannot watch it. Until we are at the appropriate timeline, because you will okay. have many things spoiled. Okay. Got it. Yes. Perfect. Um, anyways, so, so yeah. So Grey's Academy... <laughs> <laughs> so Grey's Anatomy characters show up in Station 19? Yes, as themselves. But also, then you have these one single people who were at this hospital as different people being different people in Station 19. Okay, so... Dr. Meredith Gray could show up. And be Meredith Gray. But this person who is on his phone here would be a different person. Yes. Got it. Most totally. Likely, yeah. Makes sense. Yes, exactly. Um, and then let's see. Can you imagine if they actually kept the characters the same? Hey, how are those eight kids of yours doing? Remember when we delivered those five <laughs> quintuplets? Yeah, good, crazy. Good mems, good mems. Uh, anyways, go, old we'll go enough put out to that drive fire. now. <laughs> How is that one kid born with no courage? <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so the mom's placenta is tearing and the babies are coming out, so they have to do an emergency C-section. So Addison's like, okay, page everyone that's on call. We got to go now. Um, Meredith and Steve are talking, and she's like, the surgery was fine. Everything's going to be fine. And he asks, oh, let's go out again. And she's like, no. I don't think so. In and honestly, nice and honestly, her explanation is kind. It's like, I was basically just using you and you deserve better than that, which is true. Um, but, you know, and it's nice that she kind of recognizes that that in herself as well. So maybe she could get it together. But then when she pages, she turns around and sees George. And that's some <laughs> sort of fore- uh, foreshadowing. Oh, it's- you also think they're boning. Yeah. I don't okay, like so it. Okay, so Izzy and George are boning in the next episode. So what are Meredith and George boning? In two episodes. Okay, <laughs> perfect. George is going to go on a hot streak <laughs> just as Alex's penis stops working. Okay, perfect. I love that. Um, so then they show Burke and Christina getting their pages. They have done it in Christina's mess. It's very cute, I think. Which seems to be a good sign. I agree. Yes. It's a great sign. It means that Burke... Uh, is true on his word of there's nothing you could reveal about yourself that I wouldn't want to know. I think that's precious. And I like that he stuck to it because they kind of leave you on a cliffhanger when she shows the mess. She's like, do you still think we should live together? And then yeah, they're, they're having I forgot about that. We didn't talk about yeah, that. And then they have the sex. So I think his answer was yes. <laughs> um, or it was, Hey, I don't care about this right now. We should have sex. Yeah. Let me prove to you why we should live together. Uh, sex. Yes. Move in with me. Um, and so then they've paid page everyone. And, Addison's like, where's Alex? And Izzy goes, well, he was on call last night. Maybe he's asleep. And Addison goes, go find him. And that's, that and that's when Carmen went, oh, no. And so that was the appropriate reaction because then uh, Izzy walks in on Alex and Olivia and says, the Quints are coming. We need you now. And then all the babies are being born. And that's the end of the episode. The entire hospital was in that OR. Oh, my God. So many people. Uh, also, I did make this note. Imagine tripping while holding one of those babies. Those babies are so small. <laughs> They're so petite and fragile, and, and also covered the in goo with the the thing with the the outside organs, the, outside the courage. Organs. Yeah, the courage. She had her courage. It was just all outside of her. Uh, okay. Okay, well, so let's rate it first. Let's rate it. I'm giving this episode a 
Resident point nine. So three point nine. Three point nine. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. Yeah. I like it. A lot happens. It clearly elicited a lot of reactions out of you, which I think makes it a good episode, even if the reactions are like anger or fury yeah. or sadness. And that's that's why yeah. I don't think I don't think I feel I don't feel good giving it a fellow, but a resident point nine feels good to me. Because man, I I I I'm torn if I want to rank it higher because of how pissed off I am at Alex or rank it lower because of how pissed off I am at Alex. I'm sticking with Resident Point Nine. All right. I'm going to do Fellow because I think it's a good episode. I think it does a lot of good things for Burke and Christina and all the other stuff it does honestly isn't great, but it like it's good storytelling and it sets up because again, it's a two-parter. I do kind of think it's hard to rank these. Like I wonder if after we watch the next one, if you'll like rethink your ranking on this one when you have all like the closure to the stories, you know what I mean? We'll talk about it in the next one. Yeah. Um, so that means we should try to watch it before I leave. Yeah, we should try. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's it's good. We we get lots of good stuff. We get lots of setup. We get lots of Derek pissing me off. George is great in this episode, which you know I've only said never. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so really I like wasn't that. Even a good episode for George. It was a good hallway scene for George. No, because I also thought at the beginning with Izzy, he was being that's fair. pretty tolerable. That's fair. So, um. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I'm into it. Uh, do you have... So you've made George sleeping with Izzy and George sleeping with Meredith predictions and Derek cheating on Addison with Meredith predictions. Do you have any other predictions? Here, why don't you see... Because like, it's a two-part episode. So what else is going to happen in the next episode? So in this... I, I feel like in this next episode, Izzy's going to have sex with George. Okay. The George and Meredith thing, I think it might be longer term. I really don't think it's going to be a two two episode arc. It'll be longer. Um, but you think George and Izzy would be a one time thing, like a one episode arc, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I think she, I know she need, she she has mentioned how much she needs it. Yes. And I think seeing her with. Uh, Alex with Olivia mm-hmm. has given her the reason to be like, okay, you know what? I've been patient. I'm moving on. Right. But I still need to have sex. So now, George, you, let's do this. Okay. We discussed in uh, two episodes ago when they, when Alex was like, I kissed you, I'm going to do it again. That not really being a define the relationship moment. Izzy has spoken several times about how she's like, this is a relationship. I'm in a relationship with Alex. Alex has not said anything to, to lead us to believe that. So would you consider this cheating or do you think that he doesn't think they're exclusive? I don't think it's cheating because I don't think they're in a relationship. Right. But I think the issue is going is at this point that we're supposed to believe is Izzy talks about it like they are. And we haven't seen Alex say either way. So, but I don't, because of the way he said, I kissed you and I'm going to do it again. To me, I'm like, that doesn't mean anything because you could also be kissing lots of other people. Clearly. Right. I think that it's for sure a violation of trust yeah, 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 and for intimacy. Sure. And I think maybe to this point, while they didn't have a were in a relationship conversation, mm-hmm. I think it's safe to assume that very similarly to Christina and Burke in the hallway. Yeah. Hey, like we're only doing this with each other. I think maybe that yeah. has come up, but definitely not relationship. Yeah. 
So I so. think that's part of the issue with all of this is. Yeah. 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 yeah so anyways, um, do you have predictions for what's going to happen with the quintuplets? One of them is going to die. One Just quintuplet is going to die. And I feel like it's going to be the one with the. There was the ones we know there was one that needed brain surgery, one that needed heart surgery, one that had organs outside of the body. And then the other two we heard nothing about. Yeah. The the one with the organs on the outside, she said that, that was the quiet one. Yeah. That's the one that's going to die. Okay. The quiet one. Okay. Or one of the ones that they thought were health were healthy and yeah. it's going to be a real tragedy, but one of, one of the quintuplets are going to die. Yeah. Um, or the mom dies. But I don't know, maybe blood loss, maybe something's going on there. I, so, someone is going to die within that family. Yeah. And it's not dad. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, and then Alex's patient predictions. I really don't care about that guy. Yeah, I don't I, I him. He's just a <laughs> he disgusting annoying. pig animal. He was human. really annoying. They make him not likable. So then I'm like, are we supposed to feel bad for the fact that Alex, like, made this terrible mistake that could kill this man. Like, I don't like you, you make him, I mean, or am I not, or did you write him this way so that I don't care that Alex did this? Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah. And then, uh, do you have Olivia based predictions? I'm just, I hate her right now. I'm just so annoyed. Uh, <laughs> again, we don't know what she knows because Alex explicitly said minimal disclosure. So yeah, yeah, at guess. this point we can assume he's definitely not said anything about Izzy. So unless she just knows from like hospital gossip, we don't know that she knows anything. Okay. My main issue is that up. clearly they had issues last time. He gave her syphilis and didn't like tell her he had syphilis. That's an issue. Yeah. So I'm going to back it up. I don't have Olivia hate. <laughs> right now it is all you Alex have hate. situational hate have and situa- she's involved yes i she is hate adjacent yes but no I, don't, I really don't have a prediction for olivia although i do think for some reason her and george are going to get back together in between a meredith thing okay. i don't know why she asked about george that makes me feel like yeah because well i mean there. yeah well she was i think we're supposed to believe that she was sad when her and george broke up because it wasn't what she wanted. It wasn't what she was intending. And there was that whole weird thing where like she didn't know if they were really over or not. And it kind of seemed like she was sad. And so, yeah, I think it, we're supposed to believe that she kind of still wishes she was with George. So naturally the next best thing is to have sex with Alex. Well, right. That's what I would do if I were her. Um, uh, no, I, 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 I don't know. She's, she's obviously not like a huge main star character for this, yeah. but, uh, She's she's caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think that's it on the prediction, Brett. I think <laughs> you made a lot of predictions that were it great. It's now five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's <laughs> so far past my bedtime. Um, and uh, so, yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you so much if you have time to share us on your social media or with your friends or with your family or with strangers on the street. Um, or leave us a review and a rating. We'd really appreciate it. You can do it on Spotify now. Uh, if you have any questions or thoughts or corrections or feelings, you can email them all to us at graysacademypod at gmail.com. See, now it's in <laughs> your know. head, isn't it? And I uh, <laughs> almost did it. And you can follow us on Instagram at graysacademypod as well. And um, thank you so much for listening and interacting with us and following along on this delightful 
delightfully emotional roller coaster of a journey. And um, uh, remember, until next time. No spoilies. <laughs>